61 of the Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and I'm joined this week by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, animators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers. Each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Disney+. Plus. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we are talking about the, the new series of The Staircase, we're talking about the trailer for She-Hulk, we're talking about the upcoming Top Gun, we're talking about Obi-Wan coming up in the next week or so. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, give us a rate and review, give us a like and subscribe, all of that good stuff really helps us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram, at The Endless Cast, where we do illustrations and put up clips to go with each episode. It's a good place to send us a message or comment on anything there, tell us if you agree, disagree with any of our opinions, suggest something for us to watch. And on top of that, yet again, you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. Same thing. Let us know what you're thinking. If you enjoyed it, if you disagree with us, send us suggestions of things to watch. All that being said, let's get into the episode. Well, I'm wearing a towel, which means I'm going to the gym again. Why? The towel or the gym? Um, the towel. No, no, the gym. Uh, to stave off the onset of decrepitude. Is it working? Uh-uh. I've been, I've been, I've had the physical mobility of a middle-aged man since I was 22 because I tried to make myself a superhero and all I did was give myself backache. So now I go on a Thursday evening, shower before the podcast, and then just sit here in a towel giving the eagle-eyed viewer just a little hint of too much chest hair. Have you been? I mean, that, that should be, um, that should be something we could unlock on a Patreon level. I mean, we're, we're, we're filming anyway, so we should record it's true. I mean, all you have to do is all you have to do is hit that little red button, and then all of our thirsty listeners can look at a hairy this, all this, a hairy melange of white men in their thirties. There's an audience for that, right? Um, no. Are you running, bickering, kicking a bag, lifting weights, doing something or other? Um, you've got a wide I variety wa- of pursuits. I was last week, I think. What was I? I think I did last week, maybe, but not this week. I haven't seen any uh, out in the backyard punching videos for a while. Was it raining or am I just not watching your stories? The backyard was kind of off limits for a while. Um, So I kind of got out of the habit and then I joined the gym. I had bags, so I started using the bags there. I kind of in the habit of using the ones there. But um, the weather's nice again. The backyard is available again. Um, some spiders had made their home around the bag, but I hosed them off last week, so I could probably start using the bag again. You're not a spider fan, I remember that. I mean, even if I was, you'd still clear them. From I the don't want to be punching a bag again. I don't want. I don't want to be a spider bag. spiders into my face. Yeah, mm. spider bag. Mm. That'd be unpleasant. Yuck! Yuck! Indeed. What's um for the listener, you can tell that Kevin isn't here because we're I don't know, low energy. Kevin brings the joy. Kevin will be joining us, but he's he's running late at work. Um What's the crack and cork this June, July period? Anything going on? Like I'm trying to get onto some open mics down there. 
So if I come down for something, I'm getting ads for comedy stuff now because of you on Instagram. Yeah, just so you know. Nice. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> um, Don't you want to hear people's tight five about air travel? It's not um, pleasant anymore. You got to wear masks. Ryanair wants you to stand. Um, There's not even peanuts. There is. There is. I, I saw something recently. There was a new open mic night. Um, I can't remember where. Comedy cavern. Possibly or in the Kino. Possibly in the Kino, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, so there, there is. I mean, there, there's always been that kind of one mainstay um, in Cork, but a couple of people there, I think. There might be two other kind of open mic kind of type nights going on at the moment, so cool. feel free to, to travel down, check them out. Cool. Is the June Bank Holiday coming up? I can come bother you. June Bank Holiday. When's that? First weekend of June, isn't it? I have no idea. I'm going to see Iron Maiden in sometime in June, up in Belfast. Oh, cool. I think I mentioned this already. Didn't I? Uh, I think so. Somebody got tickets and you hadn't yeah. listened to. Have you been listening to Iron Maiden? Have you been boning up? Um, no. I listened to a bit of them when I was, you know, kind of eighteen or nineteen. I think so. I'd be a little bit familiar, but. Is it a, like, I, I'm not familiar with Iron Maiden, but they've been around for fucking ever. Is it like a greatest hits thing or are they pushing an album? Like, do you need to know the new shit? Ooh, I don't know, actually. I wouldn't be surprised if they have an album. Because, like, am I, they've I feel like they've consistently been, been that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they've got an album. Hmm. I have to remember to bring my earplugs, though. To not, cause I'm not old, hear Iron Maiden? Just, no, just to protect my ears. Oh, okay. Mm. No joke. No, I know. I, 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 My tinnitus is bad enough anyway. I mean, it's, <laughs> I really don't want it to get worse. Yeah. I've always, I, I've never been a big loud gigs guy anyway. You know what I mean? I've always been like, let's go to the bar and sit outside in the smoking area and chat to people. I like that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're just tired because you've been at the gym. That's all. You're winding down for the day. It's been a long day. Yeah. You know, be kind to yourself. I, I keep waking up at six in the morning. Because it's bright and I got into the habit of waking up at six in the morning. I'm going for walks. Uh, I was telling you, I did stand up at the Stitches. New material night in Cassidy's last night. And in my very storied two and a half month career and um, it was a high it was the first time what I did actually felt like a comedy set like I've got I've done things that have been you know five minutes of jokes and I get a positive reaction but like in watching people and watching the guys that are the headliners come in and like people doing the 10 the 15 20 minute things of the evening watching how they like build a wave of energy in a room um, is really fucking impressive and you know you realise that the like chuckle and laughter you get are fun and you know like gratifying you're happy to get that based on your writing but like yesterday was the first time I got like a wave going you know it's kind of like I was talking to somebody I was talking to our, our buddy Chris and it just reminded us of going surfing you know and you'd go and sit out in the water for two hours being shit at surfing but then you catch one wave and you go oh yeah it's all worth it and I want to come back next week 
you know, so it was a good night. <laughs> All right, hang on one sec. Okay. Do you remember, okay. remember two weeks ago when you and Kevin did a podcast on your own and I just had no choice but to name the episode an effortless rapport? And here we are, wallowing in silence. Not at all. I think I'm just more distracted myself at the moment. Like stuff I was mentioning earlier. Uh. You know? Um Yeah, frustrated. So not really joining up things in the same way. Are you doing a show in Dublin Inc.? Is that right? What's yes. That? I haven't really Is that comedy announced or? that or anything. Um, oh, should I not say it? I don't know. Um, so we're doing a show in MVP in Dublin on Tuesday the 24th of May. And I've got a great lineup of people. Um various levels of you know stand-up comic and, and improv performers um our group bag of cats so it's the bag of cats comedy show playing at mvp um that'll be our sort of first performance as an well since the pandemic any as an improv group um we are rusty as all fuck and it's going to be 10 to 15 minutes of chaos um which might just be silence <laughs> i don't know I'm, i might hold this episode until after the show um, but I've made sure to stack the lineup with like good comedy people. Like so, we got Phil Tracy, Anna Molina, Coleman Hayes, Mate, which is our improv duo. Uh, M J Stokes is great. Shiva McQuinn, uh, Conor McGrath's good. Um, and then you know we're going to do a sketch, and we have the improv slot um, for ourselves as well. So. It's going to be a fun evening, and any money we raise is going to support Ukrainian charities, um, because I know a couple of people in Ukraine, and uh, it's just a good cause. Um, yeah. So, in talking to Kevin here, um, he suggested we do a show at Dublin Inc. So, he has confirmed a date for us. But I want to get into the specifics with him, and I never think of anything as solid until it's solid. That being said, I've already got two performers booked for it, and they're great. And I'm del- I'm like, they're great, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I, I should just be positive and just say I'm doing a show on June 10th in Dublin Inc., and it's going to be fucking great. But I just, I'm a planner, and I need to make sure everything falls in fucking line, and <clears throat> it's great. Um, I did um, overthinking as well like the MVP show MVP is a little bit like it's a little out of the way in Dublin but I was thinking about the fact that there's like it's a half dozen hotels along the canal leading up to the place and you've got tourists that have you know booked a hotel and they're sitting in there maybe they're having dinner maybe they're doing nothing maybe they have shit to do around Dublin I don't know but I know nobody's told them there's a comedy show outside their door so I went and printed a bunch of leaflets to just leave into the hotels. Like I went and asked the hotels and was like, any chance I can leave these in here? Um, so they're cool with that. That's good. And I went and got the leaflets printed up in reeds and went into town to pick them up. And I had to sort of 
go from an eye doctor appointment into town before 6pm on the rainiest Dublin day we've had in a long fucking time. And I was leaving the doctors about 10 past 5 and I had, you know, 45 minutes to get to the place and it's just traffic. And I think it'll be grand. And in my head, I'm also thinking it's Tuesday evening. I'm trying to get to the open mic that we get into two, which is a sign-up thing. So I've got to be back there for 6.30. So it's just stress on stress in terms of time. And I'm handling it pretty well, you know? Like, I'm in the car and I'm not freaking out, but it's like I'm on Pier Street and I have eight minutes to get down the Keys, cross Connell Bridge, turn left into Abbey Street, find a place to double park, hope the guards don't fucking spot me, clap me, give me a ticket. I have six minutes and I'm still not on O'Connell Bridge. I have four minutes and I'm still not on O'Connell Bridge. Oh, thank Christ I'm on O'Connell Bridge. Get across. For some reason the bus is crawling. There's a cyclist in the cycle lane to the left of me and I can't turn left so I have to wait for the cyclist to go. Turn left into Abbey Street. Holy crap, the loading bay is empty. Jump in there, turn on me hazard lights and go running. Like, bad driving practice. Bad juju, basically. I don't like doing that shit. But there was a little loading bay and it was out of the way and it's the only thing. But it does mean that Reeds is now the other end of the fucking street. So I'm legging it down the fucking street into reeds and of course i'm like a minute before six but nobody's rushed about closing the place and nobody's rushed about helping anybody i'm like now the pressure has shifted to i'm double parked i don't want a ticket i don't want to get towed i don't want a fucking problem one of you pricks please talk to me so i can get my order and go it's prepaid for it's on a shelf somewhere can you just get this for me and the guy is like Hey, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, order for Aiden O'Sullivan. And he goes, okay. And he starts walking around. I go, what's happening? And he went, just trying to find some paper. And I was like, what's happening? And he's like, I need you to write down your name and what you ordered. I'm like, do you? And I did that. And off he goes and he just looks at a half dozen bags on a shelf and my name is on the fucking bag. I don't know why that needed me to write my... Anyway, now I have to run back to the car. And I walk outside the door and I start to jog and I get about eight paces where the bottom falls out of the bag 250 freshly printed leaflets fall into the fucking puddle of all puddles 250 freshly printed leaflets soaked and all you can do in that moment is it's just a wave of acceptance of just trauma just die inside I just die inside I can't get angry there's nothing to do it's not Reed's fault it's my fault for running with a paper bag and a sharp fucking block of paper in the thing I can't make them better by I can't control Z this. So I pick them all up. Um, Like, there's a street sweeping fucking car coming with the brushes going. And I'm like, oh, he's going to just drive over these. And he actually stops, in fairness. Like, it's not a, it's not an automated mechanism. He sounds like... Um, and I'm like, oh, part of me is like, just run over them. It's done. Fuck it. But <laughs> then I think, no, I'll pick them up. Maybe some of them are salvageable. I really do think about leaving them, but it's kind of right outside wigwam where a weekly improv show takes place and i'm like i don't want everybody in this community of improv and comics to come walking out and just see a puddle of all of our gigs leaflets just sitting there as mulch um so i have to stand there in the rain occasionally looking at my car to make sure there's not a warden giving me a ticket pull them all up and now i have to I've got 20 minutes to get across the city in traffic to sign up for the stand-up night. And I drove in to click up the flyers, which means I can't even have a fucking Guinness to, un- to undo whatever's happened. So I'm just sitting 
trying to remember my act. <laughs> I came home that night, wiped every one of them down, ironed them, and stuck them under 50 kilos of weights, which you can see behind me. There's actually more of them that are fine than I thought. Part of why I went to Reed's was they were the only website I saw that was offering 200 gram paper. Everywhere else was like 120, 150. And I was like, I want them to be a little heavier. And it's it has, I think it's made a difference. I think if I had gone with the like 150, it had tissue, it tissue papered. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've yet to take the weight off and look at them, but I think they'll be fine. But there is that thing that's like, I'm going to hand these into hotels and I can't, with my head held high, walk into a You've nice looking place. Passable, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll evaluate them. This is a complete, like I'm saying we're collecting money for charity. And if we make back the 40 euro <laughs> that I spent on leaflets, um, I mean, we will, right? All you need is like eight people to give you a fiver. Yeah. Um, anywho. That's that. So, May 24th, Clonbrassel Street, MVP, Dublin 8. Come and have a good time. What else are you doing on a Tuesday evening? Um, it's, good, it's a good fucking lineup. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to like be rehearsing shit for the next three days. It's great fun doing this nonsense. Um, it's the kind now, of shit... Now, what have you learned about the next time you get in flyers? Paid the five euro for delivery. <laughs> I had enough time. I just was like, I want them now, so I'll go and get them. Um, yeah, I mean, I could have had them turn up on my doorstep, and they didn't. Or just have a, a sturdy bag. <sighs> yeah, walk, don't run. That'll do. Mm. Well, you needed to run, I think. I did. I, I get the running. I did. Yeah, you needed to run. Yeah. Um, um, it was just unfortunate you had a paper bag on... Rainy day. On a very wet day, very mm. miserable day. Assuming it was anything like the couple of days we had here. Mm. I, I spent so long deliberating kind of during the week. I was like, I could go. Some of the stuff I need to do that I'm, you know, not excited about doing. I could go do it in a cafe. I could bring my bring my laptop or bring my iPad. I, you know, I could do a bit of drawing or something. You know, send a couple of emails, do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really don't want to bring my iPad anywhere if the weather's going to be yeah, like I can it see was. That. So I spent like a, I spent a solid two hours at home, just like oh no, just changing my plans. Just kind of going, no, I'll, I'll do this for no, I'll do no, 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 I, I, no. I mean, if if I if I put the iPad in this and then put that in this bag, it'll be fine. I could do that. And in the end, I just said, no, fuck it. I'm just I'm just going to get a coffee and come back and. About five minutes before I got to the coffee shop, it was just pissing. <laughs> um, and I didn't have like the I didn't have the coat on Marla either. All right. So she was just soaking wet, and of course, like the first thing she does when she walks inside is shake. She shakes herself off. So I couldn't even. It's a small cafe, so I was like, is I that the coffee shop I, we went to that time? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't go in there with her because she's going to soak everything. Mm. Like. People will see her and want to pet her and she'll go over and then shake herself off. So the, the barista was even saying, oh, come on and order. He was like, actually, can I order from here? Because dog, um, the second I come in, she's just going to shake herself off. And and she did. She did. So, And then every, every time I was drinking my coffee, I was just sipping like there was a little puddle of rainwater on the top of the lid. Mm. I was like, this is gross. <laughs> 
So. Yeah, you got the best. You got the worst of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You, you, mm-hmm. you went out and got a bad coffee in the rain. Well, the a good coffee, yeah, the, I know, but it was just yeah, the drinking yeah. experience was not ideal. Yeah. But at least I didn't bring my iPad. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I spent a solid year plotting, like, just buying clothes specifically for the rain. Mm. Because there was one day I was kind of on and off campus. And I had a book with me that I was reading. And I had all my college notes, and everything just got destroyed. God, this episode sounds awful. Well, well, well. Look who it is. It's fairly morose, to be fair. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Why? Well, we missed that's you. Not true. Missed you. I'm very sorry for being late, gentlemen. Uh, are you recording yet? Yeah. We are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. shit. Hold on. I'll stop talking to you until you're actually recording i'm recording oh you are recording okay yes. great oh um uh, sorry for being late it was a long day at work it's been a long it's been a long week at work and uh i'm also in tomorrow tattooing my brother tomorrow shout out to benny you don't work fridays I know, shout out to yeah. benny i'm doing a special special one-time only deal for my brother because he's my brother special friday thing yeah, yeah. Of course, I do it for you boys as well, but you're not tattooed inclined, which is you're better off. Will we? Will we? Will we get end the stream tattoos? Yeah. And we we'll get we we'll um, get like we we'll get like no. You can get you can get Kevin on your arm from the mm. like from the from the little poster, and yeah. I'll get Brian, and you can get me, and then I, I don't want to get I the not die, funny one. When I die, you can each get me on your arm. Oh, that's lovely. Right. And then, oh, actually, when no, the third one dies, oh. second one dies, the third one gets to have everybody. You can complete the set when we're all dead. No. Or, you graft the tattoo from the dead person onto you. Well, I like that one. That's Frankenstein-ish. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or you like to take the skin, and cure it, and mount it. Speaking of Frankenstein. Tan it? Yes. Yeah. Isn't there? Didn't I read somewhere that someone's going to be in a new story of Frankenstein, or based, or, or um, someone's going to be in a Kit Harrington? I think it is. It's going to be in a Mary. A fit about Mary Shelley. Oh, is she playing? Yeah, is he playing, that sounds familiar. Is he playing Shelley? I don't know. Um, I think the, like the other. But I think it's. Just, I just think it's funny the the movie about a female author. <laughs> the only announcement is the male actor attached to it, but maybe they haven't cast Shelley yet. Well, like the God, what's his first name? Kit? I just know him as Shelley. Franklin. I'm. I'm. Shelley was a poet in his own right, and his wife Mary Shelley wrote oh. Frankenstein. Oh. Fuck is his name? I don't know. He's not as cool. Didn't he die really young, and she kept his heart in a box? Byron or Percy? That's what I'm thinking. Ooh. Am I thinking of? Because Byron, Lord Byron's his own poster poet, right? Am I missing everything up? Yeah. Did Mary Shelley marry Byron? Am I messing this up? Or else I'm remembering the story when they're all there. Well, there was a whack of them together writing horror stories that night, and she wrote like it was like a parlor game. I'm pretty sure Um, the Invisible Man and Percy Shelley. Excuse me, I was talking. I'm pretty sure the Invisible Man and Doctor Jack and Mister Hyde was written in the same night. Oh, by Dolly Parton. 
Yeah. Dr. Jack- After, after she finished, I will always love you. That's a twist. That Dr. The Jackal? And Mr. Hyde. It's actually a twist that they're the same person when you read the book. Oh. Yeah, that's like, one of those, like... The spoiler. Yeah, it's mad. But no, The Visible Man was definitely written in the same place the same night as Mary as Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. 100%. Oh, cool. What are you eating? Uh, it's, it's, it's the first time I've eaten today. It's, um... It was it was potatoes. Okay. I'll stop now. I'm sorry. It's the first time you've eaten today. Yeah. What did you tattoo today? I tattooed uh, a friend of mine. I tattooed his partner's neck, um, uh, a butterfly with eyes oh. on it, like eyes in the wings. Uh, she sat like a champ, and uh, you know, fair play to her. She did awesome. I also tattooed Jupiter. On someone's leg. The god, not the planet. The planet? Oh. Uh, if you let me ever finish the sentence, Aiden, please. <laughs> Brian, how do you do it? Aiden, those that pens off close to your precious eyeballs. Yeah, as I did it, I just was like, no way, <laughs> what am I doing? <clears throat> you just get into habits, you know? Speaking of habits. Um, Sister po- Act 3? No, I'm oh. messing. Um, I watched Dirty Dancing for the first time. It's not good, is it? I mean, there's a part of me when I forget all this, the, 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 the stuff that's problematic. All the awful stuff. Yeah, all the stuff that's problematic now. I can see, though, how it was a, it was a story that people re- resonated with. You know, kind of like... it's a, Hold it's on, a, let, 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 me, let me walk back here, because I feel like I told you your opinion. Were you about to tell me you really enjoyed it? No. Okay. No. Right. Um, you watched it for the first time. God, you're grinding things to a halt. I like to call it um, applying structure. No, people get people. People, I'm late to the game. People have seen Dirty Dancing. Yeah, Patrick Swayze wore a girdle to appear younger oh. in that movie. Um, did not know that. Yeah. Um, also, the lady. It's a story about a man in his late twenties dating a sixteen-year-old, right? Seventeen-year-old, and he's twenty-five. Okay. Uh, although she Once was you hit five, you round up. Okay. Late twenties. Um, Matt's mid twenties. Okay. Um, nope. Round up. He's thirty. Okay. So yeah, but the girl, the the lady, the 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 main Jennifer star, Gray. Jennifer Gray. She at the time of making the movie, uh, she didn't want to do it with Patrick Swayze because they had done a, uh, a movie before that, Red. Something. Red Dawn. Yeah, and uh, they had a terrible time. Uh, together oh. and he they, they had to really persuade her but it's because they had such raw chemistry dancing persuade her um and then she was on holiday with Matthew Broderick when he killed that mother and daughter and she couldn't really promote the movie and it soured the whole thing for her in Ireland in mm. Northern Ireland yeah yeah uh Donegal right I didn't realize it was two people mm. mother and daughter yeah 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 Apparently he did, um, apparently he came, like he still comes to Ireland. Uh, apparently there was like some attempted like reconciliation, like he scheduled a meeting with them and then didn't show up for it. Like the surviving family, he scheduled a meeting and they didn't show up for it. There's a, they there's they a, didn't or he didn't? He didn't. That's that's pretty poor form it's if that's true. Bad, like, if that's true. Um, yeah, he, he served like no time for it or like if he, he paid. I think he paid 15, 20 grand or something. I'm pulling the numbers out of my head, but it was like, 
pretty there's a there's business. a guy I know who's sort of from that region and he wrote a he did it he made a little comic about it and, um fascinating no but weird I'd like uh, to see that sometime because I think he went off and did Ferris Bueller then or something didn't he he was was he that he was young like, when it happened they, they got him out of they got him out of there pretty quick because he was going to shoot something I don't know what it was but um. Anyway, yeah. that was that was awful tragic, but um, yeah, like so, dirty dancing. Obviously, uh, it is problematic in in, uh, in 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 so many ways. However, if you just if you look at it kind of in the sense of like, I can see how it was a proper movie at the time, how it resonated with people. Now, not it didn't really resonate with me at all, but it's like it's kind of there's an element of like you know, it's just your coming of age fun story. But uh, I know like, it would have been so much better if there was two. Sorry, I just want to say like you're when you're yeah. watching it and it's like. It would have been it would have been a good movie, a great story, whatever. If uh, it was just two people the same age, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's the biggest problem with it. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it's that problem. I think I I think the the era is weird. I think the sort of the abortion legalization stuff or, or stuff is you know kind of weird. Again, I, I, again, it, it there is some. It's the kind of stuff you put in period films because that weird shit happened during the fucking. 50s and still happens to this day the world has not got less fucking weird the one thing that i was like i I know this is like the weirdest fucking quibble nobody puts baby in a corner that has become a catchphrase a pop culture touchstone people are aware of it from dirty dancing without ever having seen dirty dancing and then when i saw dirty dancing i just i didn't it just she just says it at the end because she's sitting at a table in a corner it's like nobody nobody was trying to put her in corners. She was Patrick just, it was just where the line. table was placed. It didn't mean anything. Like, it wasn't like if there had been some... I, I expected when watching, sitting down and watching the movie for there to have been some scene where she talks about feeling isolated and feeling cornered or feeling left out or, or you know, standing in the corner at parties or something. And then when the big dance number happens, he goes over to her and nobody goes baby in a corner and it's kind of a paid off thing. But it doesn't happen. It's just sort of out of nowhere. He just sees her sitting at a table and just happens to be in a corner and goes, nobody puts baby in a corner and then takes her out and dances. And I was like, why Why did that? I think it, I think it, I think that was lost. Why did him. that become a guy? Too highbrow. Um, too highbrow for me. Yes. Yeah, your brows do go higher, to be fair. Yes. I have less forehead than you as well, so it's less of a climb. It's because he's a robot. <laughs> Um, it's oh, um, catbot. It's the recession since two thousand and eight. Not, not nothing wrong with a bit of forehead. Or is it great? You're gonna make him stab his new eyes out, Kev. He'll do it. It'll be on you. Good. It'll be on your perfect forehead. <laughs> so, so you watched some sort of about? anime this week, Brian? Uh Kevin was talking. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, was like, why is this like? Why is this feel? Not as smooth as in previous episodes. <laughs> um, sorry, Brian. Yeah, I was just asking. What a what a what a anime have you? Watched Should get one piece of feedback that the that the, uh, the the Brian and Kev episode felt a little unstructured. Well, you know, I mean, was that your feedback? A simpler mind isn't really going to grab it. You know, it's <laughs> who's who said that? Look at him making the fucking Jimmy Savile face again. <laughs> Like, no, I, like, why? I don't know if that's particular. Why go there? I don't know if that's a ja- Savage face and more than just his mannerisms generally. 
His eyebrows are quivering. But um, yes, Brian, you watched an anime this week. I did. What did you watch? Uh, it was new this week, maybe on Monday. I'm not sure on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Vampire in the Garden. It was five episodes, and really high quality, really really high production value. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very cool. I missed the name of it. What did you say? It was? Vampire in the Garden. Okay, and uh, go on. Sorry. It reminded me of something else actually, and I can't really place what it was. It's kind of set in an apocalyptic future. Mm-hmm. Um, where humans and vampires have just been kind of fighting to I, I get the impression that I think somewhere along the way they were saying like the vampires are kind of thriving or succeeding but it kind of felt more like a, a stalemate really but um, one person from each side or they decide that they've kind of had enough of the endless conflict and they, they try to flee try to find a place just for the both of them um, but they are pursued by both sides um, it's really good. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a downer, but it's good. It's kind of more mature than I expected. Oh wow! Okay. Um, like a lot of anime, a lot of anime is bullshit, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's five episodes. Uh, like I said, really high production value, gorgeous character designs, really, really great. Um, I was impressed. Um, yeah, just f- f- on on that alone, just on the the kind of. Short episode one, high production value, gorgeous visuals, and a kind of a simple story. I'd recommend it for that. I could see people not liking it, but um, I would check it out. I'd say it's worth a watch. Um, it's cool to see. It's cool to see, you know, in the midst of Netflix firing something like a billion animators and cancelling a ton of projects. Uh, it's kind of nice to see one of them make it out for it to be good. So okay, I just I just googled it there. It looks really nice. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's very nice. Yeah. What is it do with all that Netflix? What are they doing? I don't know. It'd be I'd be curious to see if every one of them fucking did a little illustration of an N burning behind them. <laughs> Put it up on Twitter. Last um, day. Terrible. Netflix is an interesting place to work. I've heard. Oh. I've heard funny stuff. Well, like that, that they told a bunch of staff recently that if they don't like their content, they're free to quit. Um, if they don't, apparently they have. If they don't like the content that Netflix make, they should quit. That was kind of their response. Apparently, last week was in the news. Um, but they apparently, they hire like. I guess there was maybe some internal dissent or, or dissatisfaction. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, they hire like as far as the kind of engineering and software. You know, development side, apparently they hire, like, top, top, top talent. And they're very quick to get rid of people that, that don't perform and kind of pull up their weight, apparently. Oh, wow. So yeah, I, ha- I have heard that they, they will work the fucking... <sighs> work you to death. Your your team apparently can vote you off as well. If the, if the team feel like you're not up to the rest of the team standards, then you're you're out, apparently. I don't know, again, this... this just, I don't know how true that that side of it is. Oh, it but, sounds like some pirate. Um, piracy. It's just interesting that we had that that story coming out and the story about them probably cracking down on sharing passwords, cancelling a ton of animation projects, and putting up their prices, and then you know losing a ton of um, their share price. It's crazy. It's interesting that you know they're they're at they're at war with Disney at the moment, and it just seems like they're panicking. 
Yeah, it seems like a bunch of bizarre decisions, you know. Mm. But who knows? Yeah, I want them to straighten their shit out. We got um, we got Obi Wan coming next week. No, oh, right? Okay. Anyone interested? Meh. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. There's a uh, Chip and Dale tomorrow. <gasps> Chip, Chip and Dale rescue I've heard, heroes. I've heard some some good stuff. This is this is slightly the problem is that like the cast looks good and I think the writer is decent mm-hmm. and it's just fuck ugly. I don't think so. I think it looks great. The the cell shading thing is a weird choice because it looks like it looks it still looks 3D, you know? Mm. It's really Flat's yeah, the wrong hard. word because it should look flat. But, no, it's uh, kind of uncanny valley-ish thing. It doesn't sit right. It yeah, look it's flat. sort of. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look flat enough. Yeah, um, but it's Milani and Sandberg, so you know. Yeah. For that alone, I'll check it out. I've heard good things. Um, Love, Death, and Robots is that tomorrow as well? Mm. Okay, so that's next week's episode. Really looking forward to. I think Fincher has directed an episode of oh, it, wow. so that'll be. So here's the question then, like, I, and the Jabaro, the Alberto, is it Mielgo or Mielgo? Mielgo. I always pronounce. Yeah, I always. I, I. I don't know why I'm trying to tell you how to pronounce. I just pronounce it the way I think it should be pronounced, and that's not necessarily. I just right. can't. Rem- I can't remember if it's E G L O or E L G O. I E L G O. Second. I E L G O. Yeah. Mielgo. Uh, that looks phenomenal. Okay. Have you, you've seen no, the clips I've of seen, that? I've seen nothing. I've, oh I've seen God. nothing it, of this new season. It. You were just correcting him and how to say the name, and then you said, "I see, I've seen nothing." Scum. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> um, nothing wrong with the way I said that. That looks like it's Not, visually. That looks like it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see it. Fair. Just. That's Jesus. Yeah. That's a, that's, um, that's a good amount of healthy content. That's a it. decent week. Yeah. Should we do a standalone Love, Death, and Robots app? Um, just we did probably before. yeah 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 like like ne- doing an extra episode or just doing next week's episode is that's what we did was a standalone love death and robots but you see you're not around next week Kevin I'd like you around for that yeah, yeah I, I could do uh, potentially do Tuesday oh no you'll be have... pretty short anyway yeah like, like, it's only yeah, about eight yeah. episodes and stuff so yeah we, we but you can't do Tuesday now. we'll save it no we'll save it for the following Thursday so oh no I can't do Tuesday yeah yeah you we'll have... save it for the following Thursday yeah yeah okay. Could you do a Wednesday night? I'm going to see my camera romance on Wednesday. Ah. Okay. We'll set, so we'll do Love, Death and Robots the following Thursday and we've got Chip and Dale and Star Wars the week you're off. And I'm hoping to see Top Gun next Wednesday as well. So. <gasps> ooh, ooh, I want to do that. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really, got a, got a six really minute standing ovation at Cannes. Yeah, the, the hype machine <gasps> wow. has worked on me. I'm pretty much on board. Um, like, yeah. if it, if it, I was on board anyway, because you know, I, I was, I, I trust that Cruz makes big fucking impressive things at this point. He's doing a good job of it. In the same way that there was this tipping over point where Fast and the Furious became a thing. This is an entity that that moves. Cruz became that for Mission Impossible and, and his sort of cinema spectacle. Except I like most of Cruz's stuff from Fast and Furious is fucking... And those films are good and the Fast and Furious films aren't. Yeah, sort of. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they've had their moments. 
They're not. No. Bit of fun. No, bit of fun. Bit of fun. You know. I wish. One night stand. I really, nice truly stands. wish. I love fun. Cinema, so. cinema one night stand. Huh? You and feel dirty afterwards. Because but. I love fun and um, haven't enjoyed them. Um, so next week's stacked. Great. Cool. This has been a low energy 45 minutes. Are we going to talk about... I guess we talked about vampires. Um, I watched Morbius or whatever it's called. Morbius. Morbius. Did you go to the cinema? No, I fucking didn't. On the subject of vampires. On the subject of vampires. Um, no, I fucking didn't go to the cinema. How was it? It was dog shit. It was dog shit. Did it, did it go to streaming or DVD or something? Yeah, let's say one of them. Um, no, it was dog shit, guys. Um, you know what? 14-year-old me would have loved it 20 mm. years ago. Great. Attracts. You know? In 2004. Would have been would have been fine alongside Venom and like fucking Elektra and Daredevil and you know I'm just saying I'm just saying there was a time and a place on it but if that boat sailed a long fucking time ago it's uh, like parts of it look good parts of Mor- Morbius himself and stuff or Morbius whatever his name is look good as well but uh, loads of it is dog shit Hor- mm. horrendous and then the Michael Keaton stuff balls did they cut that I heard somebody say they've like for the DVD release they've removed that from the end credits the thing that mentions yeah, because they don't really Spider-Man. want it in there. I'm sure they just don't want it yeah. in there. Yeah. I don't know how... I don't know why Sony keeps fucking this shit up. Um, they just they have such okay. a hard-on for fucking the Sinister Six movie. They just won't let it go. Mm. I, um... Yeah, I mean, I tried to... I, I watched the first ten minutes of Let There Be Carnage. And, uh... I didn't get pretty far on it. I, um, when I was a child, I used to play with action figures. And when I played with action figures, I'd make up my own stories and my own concepts and do voices and all that kind of stuff, right? I probably would have done something as fucking stupid as having Dr. Octopus meet Venom and go, hey, let's set up a team to get Spider-Man. And that's pretty much as like, that's pretty much what Vulture does in this show. It's like, it's or in this movie at the end of it. It's like, it's as stupid as that. He finds a vampire and it's just like, hey, how about me and you round up a couple other guys like us? Set up a team. And it's just like, oh, God. And it's like, that's meant to get people excited for Sinister does, Six. Does Bullshit. he say... Does he actively say, let's go get Spider-Man or anything? No, I don't think I can't remember. No, okay. Because Michael Keaton wasn't particularly pissed at Spider-Man by the end of that movie. Mm, don't remember. Well, I'm telling you. Um, I think when um, Michael Mando says, oh, apparently you know the guy, he protects his identity for whatever reason, so. Oh. Yeah, he well, wants it for himself. In, when he's in prison, Scorpion comes to him mm. and says, I've heard you yeah, know the yeah. guy. Oh, that's at the end of and, No. And he's, yeah, Homecoming. Yeah, the first one. Homecoming, yeah. Uh, I just, I've been playing an exciting video game in the last week, even though I can't quite see that well. Um, it's called Call of Duty Warzone. And. It um it's pretty fucking great guys. I'm enjoying it. Um I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't know if it's at all entertaining for me to keep bringing it up over two Is years. Is Godzilla in it now? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's got Godzilla in it now and it's got King Kong in it. It's great. King Kong and Godzilla are fucking wrecking shit. And 
have to like run around killing each other but there's a Godzilla and there's a King Kong and if you shoot them you earn points which get you weapons and stuff but like every so often like they'll throw a fucking boulder your way or Godzilla will do the like laser blast shit it's fucking cool it's great crack but are they like to scale like the movies yeah they're fucking huge so you're up to their toes yeah it's fucking huge and like yeah like if you earn enough points you get to like pick a point on the map and Kong picks up a fucking half the fucking city and chucks it across the fucking map so it's like an air it's like an airstrike you're dropping a rock on an, an area um and Kong's just like out in the bay, like fucking doing a little swim thing and then standing up and going, and then fucking dropping a laser blast in. And if you get too close, like there's, there's planes in the game at this point as well, so you can be flying around Kong. And if you get too close, he bats the shit out of you. And it's great crack. I don't know. Can, can, can you become Ultraman and punch him in his face? No, but That'd I think that, cool. that update will be coming, I think. That'd be nice. Can you control either one of them? No. I wish you could. And I wish that I hadn't been told if you get enough points, you can control Kong. Because I then immediately said about getting enough points. And all it was was like you got a little box and you pressed a button and you picked a point in the map and he throws a rock. And I was like, oh, I thought I'd get to like. Who walk told him you you could control him? Who told you who you could control the guy, the guy I was playing with in that instance, he just phrased it wrong. You know, he just. What he meant to say was you can control where he throws that rock. But he, You should kick his dick in. Yeah, kick his dick in. He's the type of guy that would tell you lies about Power Rangers. Um, yeah, twist it off. Somebody's getting their dick hole smashed. Yeah, that's unacceptable. It's going to be an innie. Yeah, Call of Duty Warzone, guys. If you're not playing it, check it out. It's pretty good. It's free to play. Download it for your PCs, for your Xboxes, for your Playstations. Um, Put aside two days because it'll take forever to fucking download, and then you'll have to update it, and it'll take for ever so don't plan on playing it the day you download it because that's not happening they've ironed out a lot of those kinks you just get it downloaded and installed and then massive file and it takes forever to download why would you lie to people if somebody is going to play it tell them that they shouldn't expect to play it that day like why lie otherwise otherwise you're getting your dick hole smashed breaking news Breaking news. News just in. Benny. From IGN. Daredevil Disney Plus series officially in the works. Don't care. Um, <gasps> Brian. Don't care. Brian. I don't care. But he can hang out with Hawkeye now. Good. And, and Vince, if it's any good Vince when it comes out, I'll watch it. But until then... I don't care. I reckon it? even if it's not good when it comes out, you'll probably watch it. No. Why Why no. did it, why did it say? Do you not like Daredevil and Charlie Cox? Uh, first season, good. Second season, half good. Third season, balls. Like, what are they going to do on Disney to make it right? Imagine if they recast them. They won't, though. They could just start afresh, though. Um, did you talk about She-Hulk? We did not yet. We were basically waiting for you, Kevin. We were just sitting morosely staring at each other, going, "When is the fun one going to arrive?" Mm, and um, awful. you haven't you haven't disappointed. You're very fun. Mm, I beg to differ. Nice. It's just what a fun guy would say. Yeah. What did you make of the She-Hulk trailer, guys? A She-Hulk trailer. 
She-Hulk looks good. Emer thinks it's stupid because she loves the Hulk. And the Hulk looks like this kind of big Hulk and beast monster thing. And she thinks it's awesome. And then she's like, of course, She-Hulk is like a fucking basic. She just tits in the ass and like grows seven foot. Because she didn't have the same origin. I literally, I literally said to Emer, I literally said, I literally said to Emer, hang on, let me explain it. She's like, there's nothing you can, you can say to me that will make me like, like, like think like, oh yeah, that's justifiable. So she's right. But she doesn't have all his powers. I know she doesn't. That's why mm. she's not the same. I, I think the, there's a whole host of gamma people that don't have the full hulking. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like Doc well, Samson just has green hair. The leader has fair. a giant head. Giant head. Yeah. Abomination. Completely fucked up. Pointy ears. Yeah. He's he's an abomination. Yeah. He's all fucked. He's all fucked in the face and the body mm. and the head. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think she. I good. thought it was a good trailer. Um. Of two. Quibbles. Concerns is a strong word. Just two things that kind of make me, you mm. know, give me pause. Um, the CGI, just like I, I can, I can get, I. Can, it's alarm. I can get past. I can get past stuff. I am alarmed. in a moment. You know, when you kind of watch something, you go, oh, it's a bit ropey, but it's okay, and you're kind of driving along. But she'll be an entire character mm. for entire scenes. So yeah. every frame, you're just going to be looking at it, going. Yeesh. Whereas normally when CGI isn't great, well, the stage we're at now, when it's not great, it's quick, it's fast, and you go, oh, yeah, okay. But, uh, you know, it doesn't ruin the moment. But th- this is, like, it, you know, Thanos worked because it was done to the level it was done. There wasn't a moment of it where you kind of looked at it and went, you just, you just buy into him. Except for, like, you know? what is it, the end of... Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy where Thanos goes I'll do it myself and you see him for the first time oh I, I, I'm i talking about yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Infinity yeah. and Endgame and that's the thing the, the, the first clip of She-Hulk we saw and it's even the first clip we see in this trailer that shot is solid like that slow turnaround thing the, yeah. just the the, it, it's the depth the of the face green looks the, like it's super imposed yeah. on whatever model they have mm. and yeah I, I don't know what process they've used but it, it looks like because it'd be so costly to do it for a show, it looks like they've done a quicker job kind of, of a basic yeah. performance capture of her face, and they've just put it on whatever model they have. So it just it just kind of floats a bit, and it it just and it'd be fine if it was a moment here or there, but it's going to be minutes at a time, and it just it it's just a bit uncanny, and um it it doesn't it doesn't actually it doesn't bother me in the sense that I'm kind of like oh that's dog shit it's going to be bad it's just the fact that it's going to be moments like successive moments just constantly kind of like ah yeah i ah. i it's just I'd, kind of a bit weak yeah i'd prefer if you kept your insel opinions to yourself um i think it looks great stop trying to hurt people second thing is it's set in LA and it just looks a bit generic LA law so kind of yeah martinis at the bar i've seen that episode of the good wife yeah um the lincoln lawyer was on just on netflix last week and i kind of watched all that and it's it's fine like it's it's not terrible or anything but there is a shorthand for law procedural court stuff in particularly in la and there's a lot of moments in it where it just looks like that um it looks a bit la ali mcbeal which 
I know they said it was kind of a touchstone yeah. for it, but I love Ali McBeal. To be I don't fair, think though, I, I love Ali McBeal and the practice and Boston Legal and yep, my mum loved yeah, all that. Yeah, but they've they've aged. They've aged they've quite aged, a bit. Yeah, I, everything I, I, ages. Like, I'm, I'm not. But that's what I'm saying is like those shows. I I can I can still watch an episode of those and probably enjoy it, mm. but they've dated quite a bit and Boston they don't really work for is, Jesus. <laughs> fucking hell, animal! I have Absolutely. to go through and take. D- this didn't even out. turn around. Like no. just just leaned in. I think fucking and Athlone. Unbelievable. Uh, technically, Ross Common. Did you uh, Boston Eagle? That was the one with Will Shatner. Twas yeah. yeah never, try never watching. That, try yeah, watching awesome. any of that. I I, no. I really enjoyed that. it when it was on. But like you think back about it, the scenes now it's like it's just sexual harassment. The TV show. It's every episode. You're like, holy fuck! I can't believe they got away with this. Awful. I think the hair, the CGI hair, is a big problem mm-hmm. with the thing. It just, it just, see, like hair is hair is difficult to do, and it's it's framing her face, so it just kind of makes yeah. the face look like it's that sort of red carpet. Top. CGI scene. hair was just, yeah, mm-hmm. CGI hair is, uh, not a good choice. I don't think it's it's a thing where when it's the Hulk and it's short and it's just rough, yeah. brushy hair. It's kind of one thing, yeah. but when it's like it's got to be sort of like elegant red carpeted, it it kind of just looks a bit, you know, like airbrushed side of a f- carnival attraction type of thing. You know, that's sort of mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think like I, I I think I think it was a good trailer. It's yeah. just you know yeah, and it's not going to be fixed between now and August. It's just not. You don't think you don't that's think they're still working on it? I'm sure they are, but it's not going to be June, July, August. It's not going to be drastically better. Yeah. You think they'll do another render there's, pass? What, there's nine, epi- nine episodes? No. Okay. Well, let's just say we're looking forward to it and be fucking happy we're getting Marvel yep. content. No, um, Who's yeah. a thunk? Tim Roth? No. Tim we Roth. knew there was some shit going on with him and Wong anyway. Daredevil will probably be in it, I'd say. Do you think we get... Um, I think so. I heard uh, from live uh, source Kevin Feige's going to be in it. Don't quote me on that, though. That person's a piece of shit. Do you um do you think we'll get um Wong? Yep. Betty. Oh, Betty. Uh no. No, no Liv Betty. Tyler coming back. No. Betty Ross. No, I don't think so. Mm. Betsy? Bet Betty? Betty. Bet- Betty, I think. Betty. Betsy. Maybe it's Betsy. Betty. Yeah. Betsy. Betty. Betsy. Betty. No, Betsy. They Betsy. haven't established Betsy. a Ruffalo Betsy, have they? Betty. 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 Betsy. Betty. I like I like the old that's kind he of men- he mentions her in Avengers, doesn't he? I think so. Like in, in Age of Ultron, when uh, no, in um, Avengers Assemble, I think he mentioned yeah. I think so. I thought it was a like you know like when they when they're doing the sort of like um, Jane can't be here. Neither can Betty. Neither can whatever. And they're doing a sort of trying to explain away the fact that all of the female leads from other films are not around. Uh, did you do you, do you know the way um, the the actor who played General Thunderbolt Ross passed away. I want to say his yes. name was William something. Bill Murray. What is it? Bill, uh, Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt. Yeah, I was going to say William Hurt, funny enough. Um, but uh, Thunderbolts on the cards, off the cards, off the table, whatever to say. Well, Val's doing something with Walker and Yelena. So yeah. there's something happening there. Probably Zemo as well. It's a, and maybe Sharon Carter. It's a bit so. sad that uh, he passed away. 
Mm-hmm. I think they definitely had plans because they were bringing him yeah, back. He looked. He didn't look well in the could. last movie. To be fair, in Black Widow, I thought yeah, he didn't no, look well. He, yeah, very sad. Um, yeah. So I anyway, anyway, sorry, I derailed the conversation. <laughs> I did an Aiden on it, didn't I? Just grinded that halt. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose that's that. Hmm. Brian, you saw everything everywhere all at once. What did you think? I did. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Given that we're both probably trying to see it, can you give us a spoiler-free review reaction? Um, a review reaction. Sure. Give us, give us your mark. Are you familiar with the plot? What's it about? I have no idea what the plot. Did is you enjoy about. it? Yeah. Um, I'll leave it at multiverse stuff mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't doesn't need to know more than that how does it compare to Jet um, Li's The One um better okay yeah yeah better don't shit on that movie but I like um, it it's in a nature I'm day not shitting on it it's in a nature day kill better. kill kill um you're a product of your time you know pal. what it's mm-hmm. great There, there's there's a lot of a lot of influences it's influenced by a lot of things that I love okay. you know um and then there's a lot of subject matter that I kind of think about a lot as well. Um, but I would say the best thing about it is there's a real strong, relatable kind of emotional core okay. to it. And it lands that really well. And for all of for all of the inventiveness and all the bonkers stuff in it, it's very funny. There's some great action. Michelle Yeoh's amazing in it. Um, it's 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 wild. Like there's the stuff in it that I, I won't spoil. It's just it's you know some demented stuff in it. But at the same time, it's not. It's pretty cohesive mm-hmm. and it's pretty coherent. I thought where it's going and what it's about, and it it really pulls off. I thought. Um, it really pulls off the message. It's kind of core message, and it's not as it's not a sci-fi thing. You know, there's the initial explanation of what's happening with the multiverse and stuff, but you, you, it's not a sci-fi film. It's mm-hmm. not it's not an action film. It's just a kind of a journey, a bonkers idea that's inspired by a lot of things you'll recognize. Um, but yeah, it's at the end of it. It's it's just there's a, a very human story at the center of it, and it's. It's superb. It's, just, it's great. The there was three people sitting in front of me didn't get it at all. I was kind of surprised. Right. They they were maybe a little bit younger than me, but they looked you know they looked like like minded people. And one of them stood up and she was like, "I didn't get that. I don't think that's for me. I don't understand what was happening." But at least that's what, what she about. said. And I was just I was surprised. But at least that's that, her, but at least, that she didn't. But at least that was her opinion as opposed to just a shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I loved it. Um, yeah, you know, it's there's there's obvious kind of there's a bit of kung fu hustle, there's a bit of Matrix, there's a bit of kind of anime stuff. There is some Pixar stuff. There is uh, one car wide. There's an entire section of it that's like basically doing kind of in the mood for love. Um, just it looks great. It's it's very it's very meta. It's very inventive. It's very funny. Everybody in it is great, and you know if if you're kind of done any. There's a lot of kind of 
it, it deals with kind of, you know, things like kind of even depression and disappointment and those kind of things. And it handles them in a really, in a really kind of uplifting way, you know, um, very impressed with it. Uh, well, who is the Go director? It if you can. It's Daniels. So it's the guys who directed the Swiss Army Man thing with Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe. They go by Daniels. I don't know their full names, oh. but they're they're a directing duo. Okay, it was written and directed by them. Have they done the anything Russos. since Swiss? Oh, it is produced by the Russos. It's produced by the Russos. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, I think they've only done Swiss Army Man and this. I think really? I could be wrong. They might have done something in between. They okay. might have. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, go see it. Go see it as soon as you can. You don't need to know anything more about it. Produced by the Russos, as you know, they've been. I've seen that in front of a lot of things that are just okay at this point. Yep. You know that yep. that that cop movie with Chadwick. You know they were pushing like it was fine. You know, it reminded me it's of nineties yeah. cop or late nineties cop yep. movies like Negotiator or. But I mean, it was better than a lot of films that try to do the same. Sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's very much like the Negotiator now that I think about it. Um, cool. Okay, that's great. Like I I I want to get a chance to see it. Um, there was. Some, yeah, some I other, want to say more, but I don't want to. Like yeah. I said, I don't want to spoil it. But um, somebody invited yeah, me great. to see it's, uh, on Colleen Kuhn, uh, and like I looked at that and went, I want to see that and everything everywhere all at once. And as a result, um, I didn't go to see either. Go see either. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, my eyes haven't been working. It's only today that everything's sort of starting to come into focus, which is good. I can see. I'm uh, for the first time in kind of over a week finally um, passing some solid solids. So, do you want to give the audience a little recap of what happened there? Uh, I gave myself diarrhea unintentionally. How did you give yourself diarrhea? Uh, I drank a powerful laxative uh, unbeknownst to myself. Every day how much of it did you drink? For how long? For, for seven for days. How long? I drank the whole bottle. For seven days. For seven, for days. seven days, he was going. I don't know why this is happening. I feel so unwell. I hope it's stress or something. Maybe I can clean this up. And then day fucking seven rolls around. He goes, oh, I figured it out. I'm yeah. drinking laxative every day. Yeah. In my defense, you, it says in the bottle for soothing stomach pain or something. Soothing relief, stomach relief and indigestion, which is what I, I, I needed for indigestion. It was normally it was in the place where I would normally buy my Gaviscon, the liquid yeah. Gaviscon. And then they have milk and magnesium there instead. And uh, mm. always read the label, folks. I read the label and it said for indigestion. And it's don't much, do what Kev okay. does. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just pretty much like I couldn't trust a fart for the last like. You must have been a joy to be working around. No, I, I, I can always, I can always be professional. You know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, uh, but like, if you're getting up every twenty minutes and leaving the bathroom, no, not necessarily man, I, in a state, but like, no, 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 no. I you you can thicken the air, you know. I didn't. Uh, Has your butthole recovered? Um, it's starting to. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I didn't use the bathroom. On a scale of She-Hulk to Hulk, how how excuse destroyed me. is your? Excuse me. Just to clarify, I was not using the bathroom at work because I'm far too self-conscious, and conscious of, of other people to do that and the walls are thin yeah um but i was doing it in the morning and after and then my day's off that's why i had to cancel it on saturday because i was just like i just i was off and i was just in the toilet every every couple of minutes but i didn't finish it until saturday night and then i realized 
You drank the entire bottle. Yeah. Went, that's great. Maybe I should get more of that. Actually looked at what it said on the label. No, no, no. Went, oh. I, I didn't actually look at what I said in the label. I actually had thrown a bottle out at that stage. But I was thinking, like, what is wrong? Because I, I said it to you guys. I said it to you guys. I was like, what is wrong with me? What's going on? Because uh, every time I went to the bathroom, it was like a party. You never mentioned to us, though, that you'd been drinking anything, you know. Yeah, no, at the time I didn't put two and two together. You just kind of said to us that it was like, I don't know if it's something I'm eating or stress. But to be it fair. Was after, it was after the last recording you were like, guys, I'm not well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well. yeah. And then for the next two days we were asking you, like, you all right, how are you pal? feeling? And I, I think I'd literally asked you, yeah. how are you? And you were saying, oh, you know, kind of, you know, not great, still, still all right. And then you send uh, to the group chat, you said, oh, I figured that I've been drinking. <laughs> Accident for a week. Yeah, I like literally. It was the funniest audio message I've gotten in a long time. If you literally Google it, it's like there the, the says like some doctor or somebody saying like, oh, if I if I was to take this, I wouldn't have any plans for the next two days, and I could drink a bottle of that over a week. Well, I'm okay now. It's getting right. a little bit better. It's it's starting to get a little bit more solid. Between you, fucking poisoning yourself, me jabbing myself in the eye, um, what what have you got coming, Brian? Are you clumsy uh, in any way? 12 hours sleep in... Oh, God. In one, two, three, four days. Mm. Not great. Yeah, no one said... No one told me that life is going to be this way. Aiden's actually a joke. Brian, you're broke. My love likes DOA. <laughs> Feels like I'm always stuck in second gear. Anyways, you know. Fuck it. Being in your 30s is hard. Yeah, that was rough though. My God, I won't do that again. And I told my mum. I told my mum, and she burst out laughing at me. And her reaction was, "God, I can't wait to tell your dad. He's gonna find this hilarious." Yeah, it's the funniest thing I've ever fucking heard. I'm actually just gonna I, reuse. I told it. my mum and dad straight away. To be <laughs> I, I, I told my mom. I'm not even joking. I played the message I, I for Bavine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You might have missed that Instagram story, but it's all up there. I'm not particularly, uh, uh, you know. I'm just going to reuse the does the does the Kev shit in the woods image this week. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal though. Anyways, it's off. It's over now. And you're actually you're not meant to keep it in the fridge. I've been kept. I kept it in the fridge all week. What were we using as a chaser? More, more like a magnesia. Yeah. This is a uh, milk of magnesia cocktail with a side of Dulcolax. But you know, like in movies where, like, you see them taking laxatives and they're, they're all of a sudden like, and they run into the bathroom and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's not that fast acting, but maybe some laxatives are. But, uh, but like, my God, definitely knock you out. Yeah. And then I thought, like, well, at least I'll be skinnier. And then, like, it's like side effects bloating. It's like, fuck. Uh, I started watching The Staircase, the, the dramatization. How is that? That's Tony Collette and Colin Firth and and, mm-hmm. and the Owl. No Owl yet. So okay, Brian. Yeah, that's what I want to ask you because you're watching it. So obviously, that's why the staircase is trending again on Netflix. Is because there's a there's a dramatization of it out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. Um, is it weekly? It is. Mm. It is weekly. It's on Sky. Ah, um, there. I think episode five is out today or tomorrow okay, and I think there's only three episodes left of that yeah yeah so it's almost wrapped up um yeah it's 
I think even if you're interested or if you're familiar with the you know the documentary, it's still kind of interesting to see. Oh, definitely, we'll watch it. Yeah, how it kind of played out and occurred, and I think it's at the end of the first episode. This is the thing. Like the there's something about the the murder itself I find kind of particularly grisly. Like regardless of how it happened, just when I saw the documentary, when I saw the just even the crime scene, not even. The position her body was in but just like the amount of blood it's horrendous um, and i'd kind of consider myself desensitized to a lot of stuff um less so when it is a real world thing for for whatever reason like if, if i'm watching something like a documentary set in a hospital like i i can watch it but i, I feel that straight away in, in like in the pit of my stomach i get very uncomfortable kind of. it's almost like i can feel not not the pain itself but it's when I see something, you know, kind of nasty or painful happen to to a person, it's I have a kind of a physical reaction to that. But there's something about this that even watching the documentary, I've always found particularly grisly, um, regardless of what happened or how it happened. But um, twice so far, they recreate like two of the possible ways it could have it could oh, have happened, and both of them are just. Just awful. One of them is is if if it was just a fall, and if if she really did just die in the the bottom of the stairs while he was inside out, outside and he couldn't hear her. Um, and it's it's very plausible. Like you know, it, it's it it could well have been that. It's awful. And then at the end of the last episode, they show how it might have happened if if he had done it to her, and it's just. And it's not gratuitous. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's just presented Is there how it might have happened, and it, mm. it's just. It's hard. It's hard to watch. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's um, there's stuff that I don't know if it'll make a difference to the case itself. But the stuff about the son, the eldest son, that never comes up in the documentary. That it's just like, what? Did they not? Did they not allude <laughs> to it slightly though? I don't know. When they approached the house, Maybe. the son was outside. Oh no, no, the other son. Like, uh, oh. so and well, that was thing I didn't realize. I thought I. Sorry, Kevin. No, 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 no. Go on, go on, go on. I was gonna say like I, I do. Yeah, want, no, I, I do sorry. I, 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 I get what you're saying. They, 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 they do a bit with that. Yeah, I know what you mean because he's there and he's coming back from a party. Um, but no, there's um. So I, I, I assumed like there's there's one of the sons is very very handsome. I always assumed he was the eldest, but he's not. And he's played by, in this, he's played by Patrick Schwarzenegger, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I oh. assume he's related. Yeah. <laughs> but he's actually the younger son. Uh, Dane DeHaan plays the older son, Clay. Uh, Clay did four years, I think, in prison because he he was in Duke. He was attending Duke University and he'd lost his ID, so he wanted to get access. Well, this is the story. He wanted to get access to the college, the university's laminator, so he could make a, a fake ID card. So he planted pipe bombs around the university. Um, and he said they were never going to go off. They weren't rigged to go off, but he phoned in a bomb threat and he placed pipe bombs around just so he could use the thing. And then when they checked the house, they found other bombs that he had, he had made. So he did four years. In that's horrendous prison. uh yeah that so and he's the one who finds the the blow poke in 
the garage mm. as well. So I don't know if they're going to apply anything there. I don't know, but... I mean, just because you're guilty for um, one crime doesn't mean you're guilty for all crimes. But I will say there's no... Absolutely, sh- yeah, yeah. No yeah. smoke without fire, but I don't think it's a... I don't think they, yeah. they don't necessarily. And I, I, I don't think they can go that far as well. They'd they'd get in trouble if if they overtly. They'd they'd want to have something pretty concrete. I think if they're going to even imply, you know, mm. um, that something happened there. But uh, it does seem like they're also setting the the groundwork for the the possible owl. I think they have to. Because people think it's ridiculous, and uh, I don't think it is at all. Not when there's fibers found in her hair and stuff. It has to be pretty fucking fucking. There has to be some sort of plausible yeah. aspect and, of it, you know. Um, yeah, and owls are like the type of owl that's there. Like the marks in the back of her head. They're aggressive and territorial. The thing and like stuff. they. Yeah, and the the marks in the back of her head, like the. You know, in the case they they said it was this blowpoke. But they couldn't find it, so they were saying it had to be the blowpoke. And then when they found the blowpoke, they were like, "Well, you know, it doesn't matter. He could have just, he could have just." throttled her and beat her head off the back of the the steps but the marks in her head are like vertical and they're quite mm. deep and there was no there was, her skull wasn't fractured you know so even if he didn't use a blow poke if he had like slammed her head off the ground it just it those marks look like lacerations from from something long and sharp the claws claws make sense but i think they'll have to show that just so people mm. you know They've done a good job so far showing two ways it could have happened and they both look plausible. And I think I think you have to show this as well. Like it'd be I won't say a missed opportunity, but it's it's the stories out there, like you said, there's they have those microscopic the pinion, I think they're called, feathers that they found mm. in her hair. Mm. Um yeah. So do check it out. I think, you know, it's a I think you're, you've both watched the documentary. Yeah, yes. yeah. It, it's 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 yeah. it's interesting. It is a. It's um. It's held people's fascination for a long time. This story, you know, just because of how kind of just up in the air it is. Well, like, even you know, even the case many. aside, the initial. The initial purpose of of the documentary was to look at the, you know, the court system and the justice system, and. All that aside, like the he did not get if he did it, like he didn't get a fair trial. Like they 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 lied about stuff. They you know just just as a look at the the court system itself, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting anyway. And then the fact that the case is so bizarre, you know, yeah, um, and the fact that <laughs> you know twenty years earlier he found a woman at the bottom of the stairs also in Germany. Like it's just. It's a strange no, case, anyway. Yeah, it is wild. Oh my god! So tomorrow, Love, Death, and Robots. Tomorrow, Love, Death, Rescue and Robots. Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Next week, Obi Wan. Is there two episodes of Obi Wan next week? I think there is. Um, I two was going to touch on briefly before we finish. Yeah, like next week. I was just going to make a point of saying I watched the third episode of Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and it is three for three in terms of just solid, fun Star Trek stuff. Um, it's a small story. It's confined to like like one location on an alien planet and then like you know the set of the enterprise it's 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 doing old 90s star trek with modern tech modern effects and standards it's funny that like even i was so pleased to see a bad star trek fist fight you know it it it's it's just you know ropey ham-fisted fighting in the engine room and it like 
uh, discovery and everything else has felt like it's got to give us fucking martial arts precision or just trying to make them elaborate for so long and it's just two people really ham-fistedly beating shite out of each other um and it is great fun and they're doing a great job and i can't wait for episode four as we're winding down here i just want to mention that i'm going to be selling art at the dublin comics art festival this saturday may 21st from 11 a.m to 4 p.m at the richmond barracks patriots path dublin 8 Uh, it's free in whole bunch of small press artists and illustrators selling comic book stuff I'm going to be there tabling. I've got a bunch of illustrations that are some of the cover stuff for the podcast. I've got some stickers I'm going to be giving out from the end of the stream as well. Um, Kev might pop round. Um, we'll see. Um, I think he's I think he's in the affirmative on that one. So Dublin Comics Art Fair, if you're in Dublin, um, it just occurred to me that this gets released on Monday. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Tell us how much you love Star Trek, Kev. I don't. <laughs>